Hi everyone and welcome back to the Simple Down Podcast. As you can see from the title, today's topic might be triggering to some, as always, comparison. I wanted to talk about it because I used to have a different understanding of comparison before and the shift that is happening in my mind currently just feels really important to communicate, even if to myself, you know, to put these floating thoughts, ideas down in order to understand them better. So... I hope you enjoy the show today. I used to see comparison as this benign but annoying thing. I used to see it in a very plain and obvious way that is focusing on particular things like the person next to me has this thing that is let's say very valued in our society and I don't have it. So I'm disadvantaged in this case. I'm comparing what I have to offer to what that person next to me has to offer. If they have, let's say, conventionally desirable appearance and I don't, I will feel bad about myself because, well, I'm lacking in that very valued criteria, right? But it would never get to a point for me where it would take over my mind, over my life and my existence. For me, it would be like, oh yeah, I'm probably worth less in this society than they are, but but I still have other things to offer. So I'm not worthless. I'm not valueless. And I may have some things to offer that they don't have. Maybe they're not as valued, but they're my things and they matter. So that's good. The problem here is that we fall into this whole of criteria. And what is criteria? And it's basically a standard by which something can be judged. And where there are standards and judgments, there's comparison. And when I started thinking about this, I've started noticing comparison in every little tiniest part of my life and everywhere in my thoughts. I've started to see that it's it's the foundation of what we know as life. It's not only what someone owns or has become that we compare. It's the part that it's so difficult to even see to make sense of your life as a completely separate entity. Comparison is at the basis of making sense of the world if this thing doesn't look like that thing that means it's a different thing and then our assumptions jump in to decide which is worse and which is better you know but it can be difficult to comprehend and it is difficult for me to comprehend this that I can literally tune out of everyone else's lives without comparing them you know what I mean not ignore their existence obviously but to tune out of what their life is next to mine or what my life is next to theirs where do we stand in relation or in comparison to each other and so like I said I've only recently started unpacking this very complex thing so there's so much going on in my head regarding this but I wanted to share some realizations or in other words some things I've noticed in my own thoughts and behaviors that were a part of comparison and also that make me feel down or agitated in some way. So maybe you can also notice some of these in your life and can become more aware of them and think about why you need them. And a little disclaimer though, I may say you a lot in this episode but as always if it doesn't resonate then it's not about you okay so the first thing that comes to mind when thinking of comparison is having a hard time trusting people now 
like with everything I'm talking from my own experience, there is nothing else I could know better in life, right? For me, this would mostly come up as believing that other people talk badly about me behind my back, that they don't actually like me but use me to gossip and to laugh at me and to basically feel better about themselves. For example, when someone would get in touch with me after a while, let's say, usually I would think that one, they want something from me or two, they want to check in how badly I'm doing so they can feel better about themselves. So having this mindset, and mind you, I have not been aware that I have this kind of mindset my entire life, but having it subconsciously, I've developed this personality, especially during my hardest years like these this past decade, where I would always say that I'm doing well or maybe give them a little, little something um, of not being too well but that's not too close to my heart you know that would not make me feel too vulnerable just to kind of relate you know unless i was talking to someone i trusted more which you know are very few people or someone who i did not care about at all but if it was not someone fitting those two descriptions they would get a usually a very positive reply I'm doing wonderful and while writing the reply I would feel my stomach literally turning but yeah I was still not aware of what I was doing in those situations my mind would just automatically shift into this mode of everything's great and smile so the comparison piece here is seeing that some people are above me and some are below me and if you relate you probably think of yourself as the below population the inferior population and that others basically look down on you and at the same time since our minds work in weird ways we craft this reality where we are superior by seeing other people as bad Listen up. They talk behind my back. They gossip. They look down on me. They're not good people. I'm better. And remember that all of this is what we assume. Even if we have witnessed those specific people or just other people indulging in those bad behaviors, that still does not justify this attitude of comparison. We cannot interact with people. We can remove ourselves from people without looking down on them for looking down on us that is just us insisting on a superior role to be the winners the better person the superior one the only thing we get from this attitude is this false sense of superiority packed in this really disgusting box of ugly feelings now do we need that do we need that emotional weight or can we just be like my life is mine and i wish them well moving on the second thing that comes to my mind while thinking of comparison is that i'd think there are winners and losers in everything so this one plays into the previous point right above below superior inferior winners losers and here we're talking about discussions for example you know like when people literally do cardio exercises in the comments on the internet even though no one has ever changed anyone's opinion or beliefs in the internet comments yet every day we still gather to do it and this also relates to the book that i've been listening to recently called the courage to be disliked 
where they said that if you come into a discussion or an argument or a relationship in general thinking that someone is right and someone is wrong, the whole point of the thing evaporates of the discussion, of the relationship, and so on. There's this thing in Adlerian psychology called vertical and horizontal relationships. Basically, vertical relationships are where someone is considered to be above and someone is below. And the horizontal ones are obviously where people are on the same level. And the tricky part here is that you cannot have both. Even if you only have one vertical relationship in your life, it impacts all of the other relationships you have. So if you are stuck in a vertical relationship at work, for example, it will seep into your friendships, your relationships, and all that. So while being respectful at a workplace and being respectful towards your elders is important, it is not the same as being below them as a human being. If you have any relationships where you see yourself as a lesser human being, then you are much more likely to go onto the internet and be like, you people are idiots, you know, the classic us versus you or me versus you type of arguing. Instead, we could focus more on seeing other people as humans on the same level as us, as us, humans like us, and meet them at the same level of grace as we would meet anyone, even someone we admire. I know this might sound off because what if this and what if that, but you can think of it as doing it for yourself first because you are healing your own sense of inferiority by learning to be more accepting. Now, number three, you feel the need to prove yourself, your worth, your intelligence, your etc. Now, this one's big on social media, isn't it? You know, for example, I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok previously and you know how there are lots of trends going on all the time and a lot of them are really lookist trends. Like everyone's just showing how good they look doing something. And now that I've become so aware of this comparison thing, I just cannot unsee it. I would see those videos and be like, I should try it. And now I'm like, why? What's the goal here? Ah, it is to see if I compare or not. Or better yet, if I'm superior or not. Like, why else would I be doing that cringy stuff? It is only to try to fuel the sense of superiority, to be recognized by others, right? It is also why people love those trends so much because comparison is addictive. We can look at brands that are trending, for example, because people look at at someone desirable and look at themselves and be like, yeah, I need that. Getting that bag or that aesthetic means getting closer to that kind of a desirable level. If it was not trending yet and your very inappropriate drunk uncle had that same bag paired with the smelly flannel shirt and a six-pack of beer, would you want it then? Probably not because you don't compare yourself to your uncle when it comes to style as much as you would compare to a very popular gorgeous desirable influencer. It is different, a little different, not a lot different, but if I would post something that would 
have value for the society, then it's a little different. You know, there are lots of people who do that, who educate, who inform, who expand people's awareness and all that. So I do see it in a different light than the glow up cult, but I don't know. As someone who had compared myself to wisdom influencers for years, I know that when you live in comparison and get constantly obsessed with people who you think are more than you, no place on social media is safe for you ever, not even a corner. I truly believe everyone who has issues with self-esteem and is self-centered should quit it entirely. But at the end of the day, it's not just social media. We do try to prove ourselves in many ways, right? Sports, academics, 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 friends, achievements, um, careers, money. But if you would not be doing whatever you're doing now, if you knew for sure that no one will see it or that no one will recognize you for being so great, then you should be honest with yourself. What are your real goals here? Because you have some ulterior motives, don't you? But moving on, number four, you think some people are not worth what they have. Like when everyone was talking about how Nepo babies are this and that and whatever, and I get it. I'd feel this sometimes about some people in my life thinking, you know, why is it so easy for them? They literally have it all just falling into their hands. They don't even need to lift a finger. But this just shows that we are literally holding their life right next to ours, pointing at what we have done, hello, and what they've done, and losing our minds over the results not matching the efforts. But you know, I've had to learn this lesson so I can share life is not fair that way because it doesn't need to be fair because those are two completely separate lives we're looking at with different lessons, different pains, different joys, and different endings. It sounds disgustingly cliche, but it's also where we start to see ourselves as a separate entity. Like a TikTok I've made where I was like, my life sucks. And then I go, okay, but try thinking of it without comparing it to anyone else's life. Like other lives don't even exist. And when I only see myself, I really don't think it's that bad. Wanting someone else's life is basically saying that you dislike your own life. You maybe hate your own life because you cannot even accept your own life. Maybe you've never even tried because, I don't know, maybe you grew up on social media like this generation and all you knew was comparison. Yes, you can better your life with time, but to better your life, you need to first accept your life for what it is, not pretend like it's something it's not or pretend you're someone you're not. That would be not even like jumping from A to Z here. It's like jumping from A in English to ah uh, in Korean and you're not even Korean well if you are Korean then hi but you know what I mean it's like it's like being Ollie London if you know who that is when you hate yourself you always want to be someone else because being you has been the biggest torture in your life so that's understandable 
and they just seem so fitted to thrive in this world but the truth is it's that you will never be them no matter what you do you may pretend and you may even believe but it will never be real and you will never feel happy at the end of the day you will be like me texting those people like oh life's wonderful and then dissociate for five hours because your mind just can't deal with those fake realities coming up all the time if if your real reality is a hundred times less than what you'd like it to be it is still enough to be happy if you tune out the capitalism the overachieving the glow-ups and all that i believe that you will start to see what i mean no matter how small your life seems to you compared to those big lives it is still enough to be happy definitely i don't know many things but i know this thing and but now you know moving on stepping into our final point for today you are likely to be living in comparison if you're afraid of failure if you have something you want to do but never do it you're likely afraid of being seen as less in case you fail obviously and at the same time if you look at others who do that thing and think to yourself that could be me if i had what they have or had you are choosing then to think less of yourself just because your circumstances are different than theirs and you may also assume that others also think less of you because your circumstances are different from the successful examples i'm saying you but this is something i wrote in my own journal recently it did help me realize that i have a goal here to avoid giving others any reasons to think of me as less a goal to affirm superiority by removing any room for criticism. I could do it if I had what they have. So I will never do it now because I cannot let others criticize me or see me fail. And I've talked about failure before. I guess partly due to my superiority complex, hello, trying to ensure everyone that I'm great, even after my failures, <laughs> like wonderful. I mean, it was not all that. I believe there was value in what I shared, but it was definitely partly that. And so while I could stay in this safe space, let's say, the thing is that I will not be able to accept myself if I continue to hide behind the pretentious attitude of I don't care and I'm not even interested. I'm realizing more and more that I want to live with an open heart even if that means getting hurt because I simply will not be able to accept myself without opening my heart to everything I am. I guess, you know, there just comes a time when you need to decide whether you want to keep running and avoiding and pretending or do you just want to be at peace? And I feel like if you're at peace with yourself, you'll be at peace with literally the entire world and that is something that I want. But for now, I leave you with an ending thought that it can be difficult to understand just how different 
our real selves are because we don't even know them usually and how we can even see our lives without putting them alongside anyone else's for guidance. But sooner or later, after many things done in order to meet that guidance, this inner black hole created with all the socially good intentions will start to feel too big and too heavy. And we can often see this in, in people who are well into their second half of life. And I don't want you to wait that long to realize there's more to you than you've been told. And there's so much more happiness and freedom for you in forms that today you may not even know exist. I may not know many things, like I said, but I've experienced happiness enough times in my life to be certain that we have it inside of us at all times. And I believe we all do have it. The question is how to open up to it. And maybe, hopefully, this rant from today will help you and you and and all of us to get a little closer to that. So thank you for listening as always and until next time.